Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Oi with the Terror. I'm one of your hosts, Sandra. And I'm your other host, Danielle. And we are back after a feels like a long week. That's only Tuesday. I know. I kept forgetting what day it was today. I was mm-hmm. first I don't know why I got confused when I was looking at my calendar at work. And I was like, oh, next meeting Thursday. That means today's Wednesday. But that also means I don't have meetings tomorrow. And today's Tuesday. But for a second, I was like, how is it already Wednesday? So I was really confused for like 30 seconds. Yeah. (laughs) I just, because I was telling Danielle before we started recording that I was sick yesterday. So I took yesterday off. So it felt like a long weekend. Mm -hmm. So I got in the office today and I was like, what day is it? Oh, yeah, it's Tuesday. That's always nice. Yeah, but Tuesday is, like, my least favorite day of the week because it's Mm -hmm. when I have a ton of stuff that, like, I have to, like, get done that's weekly, so it's every Tuesday. But it was actually not too bad today. It was relatively slow, which was kind of nice. So hopefully the week will maintain that status quo. But we'll see. Yeah, I feel like January is, like, kind of the more stressful work month. Mm -hmm. And I think February... It's kind of also stressful, but not as bad as January usually. January just, I don't know if it's just me, but it just feels like that it just drags on like forever. Like it's never going to end. And then it finally does. There was, I feel like January had a lot of bad weather months too, Mm -hmm. which didn't help. And a lot of like really long, dark days. So yeah, it felt longer. Yeah. But now it's, like, getting dark later, which is really nice. I'm driving home after work, and it's still light out. Yeah, I leave work, (laughs) and I'm like, oh, the sun's out. This is nice. Yeah, it definitely affects your mood. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I always forget that I get really crabby in the winter. (laughs) I meant you in particular. I meant the general for everyone. Yeah. 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 (laughs) People are just not very nice in January. I've just come to realize. Yeah, I guess so. I feel like with work, like December, people have so many breaks and whatnot. I think like people are more chill. And then January, it's like, oh, no, all the time I spent being chill. I'm paying for it now. (laughs) Yeah. Well, also, it's like there's no like holidays in January. Yeah. Like there's a holiday weekend in the middle. Um, And then. Yeah, there's the one. Yeah, but that's it. So it's like nothing really to look forward to unless you like February President's Day. Okay, I think. Oh, I think I do get that day off. When is that? A week from Monday. Oh, that's not too far. Dave, do you have President's Day off? Aw, but you had the other day off. He had the one in January. Yeah, I feel like not a lot of companies give like both off. You sometimes get like one or the other or you can pick. I get it off, so I'm happy about that. Which one? Um, I get both of them. Oh. You're so fancy. My company is so old school. I love it. Oh, my God. I think I might know what you're always going to be speaking of your company. It's not going to be that. (laughs) Because that's a pretty good one. (laughs) Not going to be that because that is not public knowledge yet. Okay. (laughs) Fine, I won't talk about the body you buried or dumped into the Charles River. I mean, I thought about burying it, but the river was closer, so... It's a a twist, you're actually the Boston Strangler. 
Yeah, I'm 70 years old, and it took 89 episodes. <laughs> the big reveal. Yeah, 100th episode, everyone. Stay tuned for yeah. a big reveal. It's like a weird twist on, like, only murders. What's it called? Mm-hmm. Only murders in the building. building. When oh, they, like, true. start to just, like, investigate an actual crime. But it's mm-hmm. like, I start investigating you, but, like, you don't know I'm talking about you. No. And we're doing this podcast. You've only known me since, like, elementary school, <laughs> so. I've been playing the long game. Mm-hmm. Don't know what your motive is, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll start with the oys. I guess my oy is I lost power in my apartment over the weekend for like a minute at like 1 a.m. because of the fun storm that we got. Mm. So, where it was really cold. Like, yeah, it was freezing. Um, And I guess ooh. Um, I don't know if I really have an ooh. Yeah, I don't think I have an new for this week. The week's not over yet. Mm-hmm. It's only Tuesday. <laughs> well, I guess, like, my ooh was, like, even though we we still got to, like, hang out over the weekend, so that was nice. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Well, my, that's related to my oi. Oh, yeah. Not the fact that we hung out. <laughs> <but> <laughs> we were supposed to go to New York City, but then the train got canceled, but then they gave us an option to go on a different train, but then we wouldn't have gone to, gone to New York until an hour before the show, so then we didn't do it. Yeah, it wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth the, the stress of going, having an hour, seeing the show, and then turning around to come back. The fact that aggravates me the most, though, with the experience is that we waited for almost two hours to be told it was canceled. Mm-hmm. So that was frustrating. That's just typical Amtrak. They're not the best sometimes. They try, but... And it was freezing, where, mm-hmm. like, where we were waiting, the South Station, but there were fans going, and it felt like it was, like, slightly warmer than actually being outside, but not by much. And it yeah. was freezing outside. My hands were so cold, and I was wearing gloves, and they were yeah. still, like... I couldn't, like... <laughs> you couldn't eat your croissant? No. I had it at your place, though, and it was still... They were still very good. Yeah. So... so that we decided to, like, have a sort of New York day. We were supposed to see Chicago, so we watched Chicago, the movie, and then we ate bagels. Yep. <laughs> and had mimosas. I was fine with it, like... Yeah, I was, I was mad about, like, not going to New York, but I was okay with not freezing my butt off mm. running around New York. Yeah, so. I was talking to my dad about how our trip was canceled. My dad was saying, like, you want to be able to, like, walk around when you go to New York, mm-hmm. which we wouldn't really have been able to do. No. And there wouldn't even have been enough time, even if we weren't freezing, so. Yep. We'll try again. So, yeah. We'll try again this spring or summer. Spend the night. Yeah, I think we'd need to, because then we'll feel like we have, like, more time. I'll find a cute place. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. But it was still a good weekend. I mean, they didn't go to plan, but that's part of being an adult. You have to, like, pivot if your stuff doesn't go to plan. Yeah. When you get punched in the face by an Amtrak train. Or if your Amtrak train is the only train that gets canceled. I know! I'm like, what the hell? And she said it was delayed. There was, like, a robot lady. Every 20 minutes, that was like, your train is delayed. 20 minutes later, your train is delayed. No explanation. 
but please stay inside and freeze because it is cold outside as well. Yeah, that was considerate of her. Yeah, but it's like, all right, we won't go out into the negative four degree weather. Cool. I liked the person behind us who muttered that this would never happen in Switzerland or Japan. (laughs) It wouldn't have. I don't think it would have. It wouldn't have even happened in England, I don't think. We basically went there to, like, get croissants and a cappuccino. (laughs) That's the only reason we went to Boston. And look at the board and just watch our train go from delayed to canceled. It's great. There's great people watching, though. Yeah, there was a lot going on. I feel like the word McDonald's was a code word, as, like, was the word cigarette. There was something going on. Oh, it was totally a code word. I think yeah. I think they were actually meeting at McDonald's, but I think the reason they were meeting at McDonald's mm-hmm. was a code because I like, don't think McDonald's was open point, yet. At one point, like a guy like stormed up to a woman and like was like, "Do you need cigarettes?" And she's like, "Yes, I need cigarettes." He was like, "Then let us go to McDonald's." And she was like, "All right." And then they like walked away. I was like, "What the hell? <laughs> what just happened?" I think they walked in the opposite direction. (laughs) And then, like, they didn't. And then, yeah, they walked away. And then, like, five minutes later, they met back up. And they were like, okay, let's go to McDonald's. It's like, what is happening? I've seen seen that woman before a few times at South Station. She's kind of a regular there. I've never seen Uh him before, though. So Interesting. And then there was some, like, security guy walking around. Yeah, but I'm glad that it, even if it was freezing, it was a warming center for the homeless people. Um, yeah, At least yeah. they had somewhere to go where they weren't, like, going to get sick or injured or whatever. Yeah, so. that's true. Because I think that's why there are so many people there. It's because it was the warming center that night, so. But, yeah, so then that was the oi. The ooh is that I rode in a Tesla today, so that was fun. Oh, that's exciting. Like, as a test drive, or? No, uh, one of my coworkers just got it on Sunday. Uh... So we went to Chipotle, and there was, uh, it was like five of us. So someone was like, you guys should go in the spaceship. And then I was like, what does that mean? And then she's like, oh, I got a Tesla. And I was like, oh, I didn't know if that meant minivan. <laughs> and then we got went in the car and I was like, oh, my God, this is what the inside of a Tesla looks like. It was so weird. Honestly, like, I get how it's like cool and it's basically a computer. But like, I don't think I like the look of the insides of them. Mm-hmm. It's like too like, I don't know that like there's like nothing. It's just like yeah. an iPad. Like, yeah. I don't think I like that. I have um, one of my friend's younger brothers got a Tesla last year and um, he loves it, but she's just like, it just looks like the inside of a spaceship. Like, I feel like I'm in Star mm. Trek <laughs> just because it's just the yeah, iPad. Yeah, it's crazy because you're like used to like a car looking a certain way for mm-hmm. so long when you go into this like what doesn't look like a car at all, basically. It's just like such a weird like... I don't, yeah, I don't think I could get, like, I'd maybe get, like, a hybrid, mm-hmm. like, Volvos are doing that, or totally electric cars, but, like, I think they look different, though, like, the inside. 
Yeah. I also feel like it's hard with the touchscreen because, like, you have to look at it. So when I'm in a car, I do a lot of, like, by feel of, like, this is, like, how to turn up the radio or to change the station or whatever to check Yeah, everything's on that screen. Yeah. So Like, to do anything. I feel like that's extra hard. That would be extra hard for me to, like, focus on the road but still, like, look. Well, it seems like it's designed for you to not really need to drive is what it sounds like. Mm. There's some kind of, like, auto guide or something like that. Yeah. So she said she doesn't even put her foot on the brake anymore. Like, it's so, it's, like, goes against everything you learn in driving school. Yep. Like, I don't understand. (laughs) Yep. It does. I get that it's, it's, like, fascinating just because it's like what is this like this isn't what i'm used to like but at one point like she's driving around and you could see the different cars on her screen and then at one point there was a guy near us like on the screen and i looked over and there was actually a guy near us and i was like oh my god that's so weird but a lot of like safety features it sounds like and i know tesla was having an issue last year i think and i think i heard about this on another podcast where like they'd be people would be driving their tesla like along like a road where like nobody was there but then like there'd be people showing up on their screen but then they'd look up and there would be nobody there so it was like uh, ghosts ghosts. Or something. so it was a whole thing with tesla where they were like there are ghost people outside my car because i don't see them what? but they're on my screen yeah it's like all over Instagram and TikTok, I so think. Those tunners should use Teslas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they should. Interesting. I haven't heard that. Yeah, I'll see if I can find it and I'll send it to you. But I thought oh. it was like, ooh, that could be a potential topic for you. Mm-hmm. Ghost Tesla. Yeah. Unlike <laughs> mm. Ghost Rider, that car. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's my oi and ooh. Pretty cool that you got to ride in a Tesla today. <laughs> Yeah, I did not think that's how my day was going to (laughs) go when I left the house, so that was fun. It can go from zero to 60 in three seconds. Oh, that's fast. I think. I don't know. It's been a while since I've driven a car. (laughs) I'm not sure how fast my car can go in three seconds, but I have like a sport function, Mm -hmm. and I always use it when I go on the highway, but I never counted the seconds maybe four (laughs) i don't know (laughs) four miles no like how many seconds it takes from zero to 60 (laughs) i thought you were saying that your car can go like four miles in like three seconds (laughs) okay trying to talk about cars Mm -hmm. which (laughs) i don't drive so i can contribute nothing to this conversation (laughs) this isn't car talk Okay, I'm done. Okay. So my topic that I picked for this week is voodoo dolls. Ooh. Which I got from you because you, I couldn't come up with anything. And then I saw you on Saturday and you were like, you could do voodoo dolls. So here we go. Um, so I thought it was interesting that actually, as most people know, voodoo is in fact a real religion. But the proper spelling for voodoo is actually V-O-D-O-U instead of v-o-o-d-o-o which is how like we spell it um over here and it is practiced in haiti and some other places in the caribbean basically the idea of the dolls uh, was originally used for evil purposes such as hurting others but it turns out that that was actually a myth 
that actually originated from the ancient Middle East. The actual voodoo dolls today, if they are created correctly, are used to help people with healing and as a way to communicate with the deceased loved ones that people have. When most people see or think of the word voodoo dolls, they most likely go to New Orleans um, because New Orleans is very well known for their voodoo. That voodoo that you do so well. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. I think that's a song. Probably. It sounds familiar. I don't know where, but I feel like I've heard that definitely from somewhere. So, such as like the Voodoo Queens and Kings of Louisiana or New Orleans, which I didn't know before doing this topic, um, that were spiritual and political figures of power back in the 1800s. Voodoo did come to Louisiana via the slaves from West Africa's, and their religious rituals and practices actually merged with those of the local Catholic population, uh, which created something that today is known as the Voodoo Catholicism. And this religion is all about connection to nature, connection to spirits, and one's ancestors. Even today, voodoo does remain important in New Orleans. Um, And if you're there, and as I think, Danielle, you've been to New Orleans, right? Yes. Yeah. So as you know, you can go and you can take tours and learn all about voodoo and voodoo dolls and everything like that. However, the voodoo dolls that are sold in the shops in New Orleans and elsewhere, which are essentially small human effigies. Um, they are made usually of two sticks that are tied in a cross shape to make the body, and then they have two arms sticking out. This shape is often covered in a brightly colored triangle or a cloth, and even sometimes Spanish moss, which is used to fill the body form. The head is usually a black cloth or a piece of wood, and it is often has rudimentary facial features, such as an eyes, nose, and a mouth. They are then often decorated with feathers and sequins, um, And they usually come with a pin or a sort of dagger and with instructions on how to use it. Those voodoo dolls are strictly made for the tourist marketplaces, like in New Orleans or the Caribbean. Um, They're sold to inexperienced, as inexperienced mementos to tourists. And they're not actually used by people that actually practice voodoo. Like I said earlier, uh, the dolls are very important in certain rituals. And these rituals do come from West Africa, Haiti, and even New Orleans. They are essentially used for healing purposes. So when they are actually hung from trees and cemeteries, this is said to open and maintain communication lines between the recently departed and those that have been left behind. On the other hand, when they are tacked to trees upside down, they are supposed to make their creator stop caring for someone bad for them. Um, And the word voodoo actually does mean spirit. So the voodoo religion is a magical religious practice that aims to connect spirits with mortals. And according to those beliefs, it is possible to use these dolls through a magical process called grizzgrizz. And it is defined as either the magical act itself um, or the object that is used for magic. And the voodoo doll is an example of a grizz grizz. So to kind of summarize everything, um, even though today we may often think of voodoo dolls as something that are sinister or evil, the fact is that is not the original purpose of those dolls. And the original purpose of those dolls is to actually help heal and to be connected to people that have passed. Um, They do, however, still involve using pins. 
but the pins are actually there to help you direct attention or energy to a specific area that you can anoint the pins uh, with oils as well. So that is your little history on voodoo dolls. I bought a little Albert Einstein one in New Orleans. Why Albert Einstein? It looks so cute. <laughs> he had like all this white like yarn for hair. I think he had little glasses. I almost bought a little Albert Einstein like plush doll from the Museum of Science once, but it was pretty expensive. But it was so cute. I did not know that you thought Albert Einstein was cute. So. <laughs> but yeah, like there are all these touristy shops at New Orleans mm-hmm. that sell these little like voodoo doll dolls. Yeah. So I bought like a classic one where it looks like it's made out of like rope material mm-hmm. or something. But they're like, I think they're actually keychains, but they're probably not like legit. But no. they're so cute. You don't happen to stick pins in them, do you? One of them, the one that looks like it has, it's like a rope material, has like, I think, tiny pins in it. But it's like such a cute gift, though, to give someone. I imagine. I mean, I haven't been to New Orleans yet. I really want to go at some point. But I do think it's interesting how like it shows like that history shows that like it had like one purpose and then just like over time it like changed so now it's just known for something super like touristy and not essentially true um but yeah i know a lot of people that go to new orleans that do come back with voodoo dolls with no ill Ill purposes just because like you they think that like they're really cute like the tiny keychain ones Mm -hmm. are like bigger i think both oh i feel like i know people that have come back with both but i could be wrong i mean it's kind of like like the dark arts or whatever Mm -hmm. like there's just something like fun like entertaining about it it's almost like like love potions Mm -hmm. but like you're supposed to use something this like magic on your enemies Mm -hmm. like there's something like entertaining about it it would be interesting to do a survey of people that buy these voodoo dolls to be like do you just do this for fun or do you actually have like ill intentions towards somebody yeah. Like buying them and then like making their own voodoo doll. Just imagine someone going to a police station with a voodoo doll because someone was sticking pins in it, trying to attack them. Oh man, the police would just like <laughs> laugh and just be like, yeah, okay. Especially up here, they would just be like, yeah, all right. Yeah. In New Orleans, it happens every day. <laughs> it might. But I also recommend American Horror Story. Whatever season it is, the witch one, they show Mm -hmm. voodoo stuff a lot in that season. Yeah. Oh, Coven. That's what it's Mm -hmm. called. I feel like voodoo is connected a lot with, like, I don't know. I feel like it's the same up here if you go to Salem and you go and you get, like, a little, like, witch's broom or, like, Mm -hmm. magical stones or whatever. It's just, like, you know it's kind of a gimmick, but it's part of the tourism and the fun. Yeah. But, yeah, I've been once and I definitely want to go back. Like, the food, the music, the atmosphere. Seems like a really fun place. I think they're getting ready for Mardi Gras right now, too, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, I think it was around February. I think so. I don't know if I would go during Mardi Gras. I don't think so. I think I heard, that, like, spring after that's nice. Yeah. I don't know. I've just, I feel like it's, like, going to Disney during Christmas where it's, like, no. <laughs> I don't want to. I also wouldn't go in August again. 
That just sounds like it's too hot. Yeah, it was pretty bad. It was like going to like a weird like spa retreat because we'd sweat so much. Yeah, because you're walking around, you're drinking. I can do a dry heat. It's yeah. like the humid heat, which I don't actually think it was too humid. Something about tropical heat is like more intense. Yeah, I had that when I lived in Florida. Never again. Like mugginess or whatever. It's like heavy and it's like muggy. Yeah. And it's just going from like the house to the car. It's just like may as well be like the Sahara Desert because that's <laughs> what it feels like walking from the house to the car. Mm-hmm. You would know you go to Florida, get a mount. I've been smarter though. I try not to go in the summer because. Yeah. No. Summer in New England, winter in Florida. Yep, I'll just be a snowbird like my grandparents. We'll <laughs> be fine. I'll start mine. All right. So, have you heard of Andrew Cunanan? No. He's a serial <laughs> killer, but maybe not as well known as some of the other well known ones. I've heard of Andrew Keegan, but I think he was just an actor in the 90s. <laughs> yeah, this isn't that guy. Have you heard of Gianni Versace? Yes. Is that the like the actual like Versace? Yeah, the guy who founded the House yeah. of Versace. Yeah. So Andrew Cunanan murdered him. Oh. Okay. Along with four others. Wait. Does that have anything to do with that like House of Gucci show or something that was on a few years ago? No. No. Okay. Yeah, this is just another Italian fashion designer. Okay. Um, so I don't don't know if you've seen this American Crime Story: The Second Season in 2016. Darren Chris from Glee played Andrew Cunanan. If you look up Andrew Cunanan and Darren Chris, they actually look alike, like mm-hmm. a lot. It's a little weird. Um, so I always appreciate when casting people do that. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, so he shot and killed Gianni Versace on the front steps of his Miami Beach mansion after he was returning from his daily trip to a nearby cafe. Andrew Cunanan was 27 years old at the time, and he shot Gianni twice from behind in the back of the head, and he killed him on July 15th, 1997. Um, Andrew is a serial killer and likely killed four others. He was on the FBI's 10 Most Wanted Fugitives list and was the subject of a national manhunt and hid from the police in Miami Beach's gay scene. It is believed that Andrew targeted his ex-lovers before killing Versace because he thought that someone gave him HIV. Hours after Gianni Versace was killed, authorities identified Andrew as a prime suspect because he shot him, like, 
during the day. So there were a bunch of witnesses around. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't hard to find who did it. The FBI described Andrew as a highly intelligent and dangerous man who wanted a life of luxury. He was from California and spoke two languages, but dropped out of college. He funded his lifestyle from using oldie, old, older wealthy gay men. The FBI also believes that Andrew worked as a prostitute in addition to working odd jobs. So in the show American Crime Story, they basically depict like his life growing up. And it seems like he didn't, his parents had money at one point, but then um, lost the money. So he like went to a fancy school, but then I think it was like on scholarship or something. And he like wasn't as fancy as the other fancy people. So he always kind of felt like he didn't have enough in a way. And it seems like that kind of like, left a big impression on him and after that he just wanted like the nicest best stuff he could get it the motive behind andrew wanting to kill versace was never clear it seemed like they didn't know each other but maybe met once briefly investigators did think that andrew was targeting gay men specifically versace was in a long-term relationship with antonio amico Um, Andrew's killing spree started on April 1997. He used a hammer to beat Jeffrey Tail, a 28-year-old former naval officer he knew in Minneapolis for unknown reasons. A few days later, Andrew shot and killed former lover David Madsen, 35. His body was found in a lake in Minnesota. Then a month later, Andrew killed Lee Miglin, a 72-year-old Chicago real estate developer and wealthy businessman. Then he killed William Reese, a 45-year-old cemetery worker in New Jersey, and authorities think Andrew killed William in in order to steal his truck. Versace usually had his assistant go out to get coffee every morning, but this particular day he decided to go by himself. The hostess at the cafe remembered the fashion designer acting in a sort of peculiar way. Um, He actually walked past the cafe, but then circled back around before entering. And she thought it seemed like um, he knew someone was following him from how he was acting. He purchased uh, the local paper and then left to go back to his mansion on Ocean Drive, a 15 block stretch of road known for Art Deco hotels and unique architecture. The attack occurred in the daylight, and there were witnesses around who saw the killing. Some claim that Andrew approached as Versace was opening the front gate of his home, and Andrew then shot him twice from behind. But another witness said that there was actually a struggle between the two men, and it seemed like they were fighting over a bag when the gun went off. But whatever happened, the result remained the same. Giovanni Maria Versace, the founder of one of the greatest fashion houses, was dead. His sister Donatella has since taken over the fashion empire and has turned Versace into a household name. After Versace was killed, a search for the prime suspect lasted eight days. And it ended when Andrew shot himself to death on a boathouse two miles away from where the shooting took place. 
So that's the story of Andrew Kunanen and Gianni Versace. So they, did they ever figure out like a motive as to why he shot? No. No. It just seemed like he kind of was losing it. Like he was getting money from these older gay men. And I don't know. It definitely seemed like there were issues yeah. like, going on with him. And maybe he like saw, I think in the show, they kind of made it seem like in like Versace, he saw what he like the power and everything that he wanted to have. Mm-hmm. But like maybe thought he could never obtain it himself like maybe there was some like reason he just wasn't happy with his life and i don't know wanted to take it out on someone Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i guess that does kind of make sense but i don't know it just seems kind of like not random but like yeah Kind of random. I mean, they, I think they also made it seem like he wasn't, he was ba- like kind of on the run. This was mm-hmm. after his killing spree. So they made it seem like in this show he wasn't really in the right mind. Like he was kind of like running on fumes in a way. Mm-hmm. Like he was just trying to figure out his next move and what to do. And then like the Versace thing maybe wasn't even planned out to begin. Maybe he just thought he was going to go to Miami. Mm-hmm. But yeah, who knows? Yeah. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Just kind of crazy. I don't know. I don't know if that would be, like, a mental health issue. I guess it would. Yeah. It's always, like, like when this happens and then it ends with, like, them killing themselves, mm-hmm. it's always, like, feels unended. Like, yeah. not, like, a great ending because it's, like, well, okay, so now no one's going to know. It kind of reminds me... This was a show, I think it was on ABC, like, God, when we were probably, like, in high school, Pushing Daisies. Do you remember that show? Um, was that on HBO? No, it was definitely, like, an ABC or NBC or CN, something, one of those. And it was a, from what I remember, I didn't really watch it, but my mom liked it. Um, it was about a guy who had the ability, like, if somebody, like, kill themselves or died like you oh, could, like, I, I think touch... i remember like a commercial or like the theme song or something okay yeah yeah he could like bring them back to life and then they could tell them like why they did yeah. what they did so i kind of wish like we had one of those just for these kind of cases just to be like yeah. well, why 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 did you do it or like did you have any help or like any assistance or mm-hmm. anything like that but i don't know mm-hmm. I, that's why people are fascinated with serial killers. They want to know the science behind it or whatever. Yeah. Like, how like why brain. are their brains like this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because it is, you know, it is interesting. It could be anybody. You don't know. That's why so. I'm investigating you. I probably shouldn't have revealed it, but. <laughs> Maybe I'm investigating you too. Oh, <laughs> twist. Thanks everyone for listening to Oi with the Terror We have new episodes every Thursday. You can listen to us at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere else. Follow and like our posts on Instagram and Facebook, Oi with the Terror, already podcast and Oi with the Terror. Um, If you have any suggestions for us, email us at Oi with the Terror already at at gmail.com. And we'll see you all next week. Bye.